Hello, racing fans. This is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, March 4th, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by AmWager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. AmWager.com has some great tools and perks for bettors and is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many throughout the world. Check it out, AmWager.com. While you're there, if you want the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. What a great day of racing with some derby preps all over the country and a fantastic card at Gulfstream Park on Fountain Youth Day, which we're going to concentrate on on March 4th, starting with the Devona Dale Stakes Race 12, post of 437 Eastern on March 4th. First, I want to talk about why most of the field is vulnerable or suspect because handicap by elimination is very important here, and I think this might be useful to some of you listening. Many of these could be at low odds and returning from layoffs, such as Leave No Trace, one of the favorites, who, although second in the Breeders' Cup juvenile Phillies, when last seen four months ago, has her work cut out for her after that long layoff compared to other horses just as good as she is who have run more recently. Others in here, such as undervalued Asset, Atomically, Positano, Sunset, and Adelisa Smile, proved no match in the forward gal stakes four weeks ago, won by Red Carpet Ready, who's in here, and there's nothing to suggest any of those can turn the tables. Similarly, Lynx was no match for Infinite Diamond in the cash run stakes on New Year's Day at Gulfstream Park. Guns and Graces moves from Maiden to Grade 2 off a three-month layoff, and that's a tough question as well. That leaves the main contenders as Dorth, Vader, Infinite Diamond, and Red Carpet Ready. The winners of this race should emerge from that trio, and I'm going to start with the horse most likely to go to post at the highest odds of the group in Dorth Vader, as she disappointed badly as the 8-5 favorite in the Gaspar Little Stakes on January 14th at Tampa. Prior to that, she had won two stakes in a row on dirt with pretty strong Echo-based speed figures of 82 and 87, which stack up nicely with the 90 figures the aforementioned Red Carpet, Ready, and Infinite Diamond earned in their last wins. Darth Vader didn't necessarily have an excuse in the Gasparilla, but she wasn't written as she was in her prior two races because she was sent to the front to duel on fast fractions and tired, where the other two races she relaxed off the pace and then drew off late. She gets a good outside post for this race, gets a jockey change to Miguel Vasquez, and has two fast five furlong workouts over the track at Gulfstream since then, which means she's showing all signs of rebounding to top form. Infinite Diamond was coming back for three months off on January 1st and winning the cash run stakes at this one-turn mile trip at Gulfstream. And so coming back from two months off from that race is of no concern. Jose Ortiz was up for the first time in that last race and rides back. And Infinite Diamond should run as well or better now in her second start as a three-year-old. Red Carpet Ready has been unthreatened in the last eighth of a mile in all three of her career starts. All wins, two in stakes. Her win four weeks ago earned a career-best 90 figure. She's bound to improve upon second off the layoff, and Luis Saez rides back. In short, she has no knocks except perhaps odds too low for a win bet. In the Devona Dale Race 12 Gulfstream, March 4th at 437 Eastern, all three of these contenders, Dorth Vader, Infant Diamond, Red Carpet Ready, have fair odds of 2-1 to one or more in my opinion. I'm planning on betting two of the three at the highest odds at or above 2-1, to one. However, it is likely that only Darth Vader would meet that threshold. Still, I will do that. 
exactas. I'm going to pass on exactas in lieu of a lot of value in the doubles and particularly the pick three, which ends in the fountain of youth because I'm taking a stand against the favorite Forte in that race. However, depending on the odds here, I could see playing an exacta box of Infinite Diamond, Red Carpet Ready, and Darth Vader, or key Darth Vader by boxing her with Infinite Diamond and boxing Darth Vader with Red Carpet Ready, which tries to avoid the lowest paying exactas of the three sets of exactas. Here are the big bets I liked on this card, particularly starting here, doubles and pick threes. In the double in race 12, I like Infinite Diamond, Red Carpet Ready, and Darth Vader. And in race 13, Masterpiece, Astronaut, and Value Engineering. Optionally, you could throw in Hanley's Joy and Marwald, who might be big prices. The pick three, very similar, but this is a really nice bet because the third leg has beaten the favorite. will pay pretty nicely. In race 12, Infinite Diamond, Red Carpet Ready, Darth Vader. In race 13, Masterpiece, Astronaut, Value Engineering, Headley's Joy and Marwad. Those are optional, but I'm going to play them. Anna Race 14, General Jim, Shadow Dragon, and Rapid Can. Now that's 45 combinations, so for 50 cents, it's $22.50. And I'm going to come back and play it again without Henley's Joy and Marwad, which is a little less expensive. That's only going to be uh, $9. No, a little more than that. Uh, but it's going to be a very good set of plays here. Because if we get to leg three live and we do beat the favorite, it's going to pay handsomely. Moving on to the second leg of today's Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, March 4th. This is the Mac Dharma to stakes. This is rate 13 at Gulfstream with a post of 5.09. Value Engineering just ran the absolute best race of his career on January 28th on the Gulfstream Park turf in the nearly identical McKnight stakes where he rallied from 7th of 11 on the far turn. Passed all those horses and made the lead, led into a mid-stretch, then was run down by multiple graded stakes winner Red Knight. Prior to that, Value Engineering won the 1 and 5 eighths mile jerkin stakes scheduled for turf, but moved to dirt and proved he really likes these longer races. Those both were right off the trainer change to Mike Maker, and Jose Ortiz rode both times and rides back. If Value Engineering can repeat that last effort with a field-high 112 Equibase figure, he should win. Two horses with the best chances of feeding the top pick are Astronaut and Masterpiece. Astronaut was last seen winning the identical Red Smith Stakes in New York last fall, following a third-place finish in the much tougher Grade 1 Turf Classic. Similar to Value Engineering, both of those races from Astronaut came after the horse moved to the barn of another trainer, in this case Tom Albertrani. Luis Saez has never ridden Astronaut, but he and his agent, who is former trainer Kieran McLaughlin, choose to ride Astronaut over three horses Saez rode last time out. Those are Aban, Hanley's Joy, and Bama's Boy. Astronaut also won the identical Delmar Handicap at 11 furlongs grade 2 in the summer of 2021, so if able to pick up where he left off last fall could be tough. Masterpiece was a half-length behind Astronaut in that 2021 Delmar Mile and suffered the same fate to a different horse, this time by a head in the 22 edition of the Delmar, Delmar Handicap, in which, which is also a grade 2 at 11 furlongs on the turf. He was a poor 8th in the Breeders' Cup turf, then returned in the grade 1 Pegasus. Pretty overmatched there. But although 7th of 12, Masterpiece was only beaten 3 lengths at the end. Now dropped in class and stretched out a quarter mile to the distance he's proven he really likes, as well as making his second start off a layoff and moving second start second start off the move to Safi Joseph's barn. Masterpiece must be considered a contender for all the marbles. 
Honorable mention goes to Henley Joy and Marwad. Henley's the Marwad, the only horse on the also eligible list. Henley's Joy returned to competitive form at the end of January at this distance on grass when second to Marwad. And he won the $2019 million Belmont Derby, so he could have a say now that he's coming back to form. Marwad is a newly turned four-year-old coming off a career-best effort at this 11-for-long distance who may come in under the radar if he draws in from the also-eligible list. In the McDermott Stakes, race 13 at Gulfstream on Saturday, March 4th, with a post of 5.09, all three of my main win contenders, Value Engineering, Astronaut, and Master Plan, have fair odds of 3-1. to one. So I'm going to plan on betting two of the three at the highest odds. I think they're all going to go above 3-1. to one. We'll see. But I'm going to bet two of the three at the highest odds at or above 3-1. to one. This is because Astronaut was 15-1 to one when he was last seen. Henley Joy was 28-1 to one last race. Value Engineering was 10-1 to one when he ran second in his last race. But I'm going to take two of the three for win bets. And since I'm looking to bet two horses at high odds to win this, this is a great opportunity to use the free dutching tool at Amwager.com where you can set the amount of money you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And all the math is done for you to give you the best edge. And this is just one of many tools and perks available at amwager.com. The doubles here are going to be optional, particularly if we're live in the pick three, but I still might play a double for at least a buck. In race 13, Masterpiece, Astronaut, Value Engineering, Henley's Joy, and Marwad. In race 14, General Jim, Shadow Dragon, and Rocket Can. Moving on, the Fountain of Youth Stakes. 14th race at Gulfstream Park on Saturday, March 4th, with a post of 543. And before talking about the horse I think have the highest chance to win, I have to talk about the favorite, Forte, who I don't believe is among the top three contenders to win, although the public will. He opens at 7-5. So far this year in Kentucky Derby prep races, three horses returning for their first starts of 2023 have failed at low odds. Giant Mischief in the Rebel, Doobie Nell in the Sam Davis, and Arctic Arrogance the Withers. All three were bet as if their most recent races were just a month or so ago, as opposed to been the previous year. Horses are athletes, and in particular, newly turned three-year-olds often need a race following a layoff since their two-year-old campaign before running well enough to win, especially when compared to horses of similar caliber, which have been running in the past month or two. History bears this out as well, because only one top Breeders' Cup juvenile finisher has returned to win the Fountain of Youth. That was back in 2011 when Union Rags did it, after being second in the Breeders' Cup. Another horse won this race off a long layoff, and that was promises fulfilled in 2018, who had won the Kentucky Jockey Club Stakes the previous fall. But most of the other returnees have done very poorly, and I think Forte's going to have his work cut out for him. I'm going to use him in second in exacta tickets, because we're playing horses that are going to be undervalued. General Jim is by far the horse with the highest probability to win this year's Fountain of Youth. As with a number of top three-year-olds over the past few years, he ran on turf as a two-year-old, winning his first start around two turns in the second start of his career last September. He came right back to win a highly rated two-turn turf race in October, earning a career-best 99 speed figure, which is actually the second fastest and highest figure earned by any horse in this field except Forte. After a third-place finish in the Central Park Stakes on turf in November, General Jim shortened up to a one-turn mile on dirt and finished fourth in the Mucho Macho Man, which he might have won at, as the 2-1 betting favorite if he had not been blocked for most of the stretch. Hall of Fame trainer Shug McGee tried blinkers for his next start four weeks ago in the swale over the track, and the result was a strong win, ridden out to victory with a 92 figure. 
Saez has been the saddle for all three of his wins and rides back and with the rail and with a great pedigree for dirt into mischief for dirt into mischief out of a curlin mare suggests he will love the distance and longer. There's also history in favor of him moving from that seven furlong race to the Fountain of Youth because at one time the seven furlong prep for this race was the Hutchison Stakes, which is now six. So now the Squale is the seven furlong prep. And in 2014, Wildcat Red used the Hutchison as a springboard to win the Fountain of Youth. Then trainer Mel ba- Bill Mott has a pair of top contenders in the form of Rocket Can and Shadow Dragon, who finished 1-2 in the Holy Bull Stakes four weeks ago on the same day General Jim won the Swale. Historically, Holy Bull runners, particularly winners, have had a big impact in the Fountain of Youth. Gunnavir in 2018, Ete Indien in 2020, Scat Daddy in 2007, and last year's winner Simplification all prepped in the Holy Bull before winning the Fountain of Youth. Both Rocketman and Shadow Dragon are making their second start off layoff, second as three-year-olds, and can be expected to improve. And Mott has had a lot of success in prep races with three-year-olds, second off layoff. Three wins and three seconds from eight starts in the past few years. So although Rocket Can's 89 figure and Shadow Dragon's 88 figure are much lower than the 99 General Jim earned, both deserve the same amount of respect because they can really springboard here second off the layoff. And Bill Mott has confidence to enter, enter both in this race, and that's good enough for me. In the Fountain of Youth Stakes, race 14, Gulfstream Park, 543 Eastern on March 4th. I'm going to bet General Jim a two-to-one or more. Doing that first. And then among the other two, Shadow Dragon and Rocket Can, I'll bet the one at the highest odds at seven-to-two or more, and I'll use a dutching tool to do the math for me. I could bet all three. I think if all three go to post at six-to-one or more, seven-to-one or more, I'm going to bet all three. Because for a $6 bet to get 16 bucks back minimum is a great play because I think Forte is a horse you easily can be beaten here. For the exactness, I want to play General Jim, Shadow Dragon, and Rocket Can over General Jim, Shadow Dragon, Rocket Can, and Forte. And for the trifecta, I want to play a similar trifecta, which is going to be General Jim, Shadow Dragon, and Rocket Can in first, and then General Jim, Shadow Dragon, Rocket Can, and Forte in second and third. I think Forte can finish second or third. Maybe I hope he doesn't, but he can. And those are both really great bets, I think, in the Fountain of Youth, which I plan to bet fairly heavily. It's my biggest betting race on the day on March 4th. If you want the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, that's the Key Races and Bets blog, you can get it for free without logging in. Just go to amwager.com, click on How to Bet and LSTAR's blog. If you're not a member, while you're there, check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's legal for residents of most states. Most tracks in North America are covered, and they've got some great tools and perks for betters. Check it out at landwager.com. Thank you much, so much for listening. I hope you have a great Fountain of Youth Day. Make some money. We'll talk to you next week.